Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, folks? It's, uh, nope. (laughs) I was going to do a swinging edition. Can I do a swinging edition of hitting the high notes? I just think people might make too many assumptions. Right. Here. It's it's a uh, we suck again edition of hitting the high notes jazz talk. It is I am here. Um, uh, the voice in your ear hole penetrating your ear hole right now um, uh, is uh, at who Superman H U U T R A N Superman uh, or at jazz high notes number two. Um, uh, you know what we have we have our regular guest, but you know what let's bring on. He it's been like. A month and a half since we've heard from this guy. He squatches the dragon. There's a there's a brand new episode of the twos and threes uh, since the last time he's been on. What's up, Dragon Squatch? Yeah, I, I just couldn't let Mark have that. If Mark's gonna come back, then I gotta get my shit together. So. <laughs> Hypothetical, fuzzy, furry, magical ACLs back intact. I'm not sure what the comp was. Yeah, exactly. I listened to it. I did listen to it uh, Monday though. So. Yeah, you, you got you got a good, good shoot. Stuff. The Cox brothers got a big shout out on the twos and threes there. Um, uh, and you know, speaking of the twos and threes and the jazz pod co-op, uh, another jazz pod co-op. Um, uh, he tried to highlight the highlighters today, but um, uh, somebody decided to um, uh, blow the electricity in his his building. Uh, it wasn't him, but it is Alma Bean of Alma Bean twenty three. What's up, man? You know, just pushing through. I, I really tried to record that episode today, but somebody decided to crash into the electrical box, and I didn't have power for like four hours. No power. You got to have Were power. they driving a bus? Was it a well, bus? Um, <laughs> so I didn't make it that far. I had a very panicked dog to take care of, so I was like, let's just stay inside. We'll figure everything hey, else out. Let's just wait for the time to come back. I can have an alibi. <laughs> this, guy, this, guy's saying, got, right? this guy does have the dog in him. He He's the bus driver. Drive the bus. Um, uh, not on this podcast, though. Um, uh, he's got more bark than bite. Yeah, he's the barker, <laughs> the barker of uh, the bus of barkers. What's up, Jared Barker? Not much, man. How you doing tonight? Uh, you know, doing doing better than some other <laughs> man. There's a lot of turmoil in Jazzland right now, and if they were winning, we we'd be okay. But they're not winning, uh, and you could be winning. Um, 
Let's take a break here at four minutes so I can actually bring up the ad read because I forgot to do that. Nice. I keep forgetting to do that. Just make it up like Jared did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, old, my favorite moment when Jared hops off. Just insert that one. one. Just insert that one, yeah. <laughs> just make whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, because, I was like we, yeah. have a, we have a real read. I was like, well, I was like, I didn't want to read them away. It's like, we just make up whatever the fuck we want. But the rules have changed. And they're like, you're on this. Like, <laughs> All right, oh, uh, and um, a part of the B Leave. I should just leave this all in. I should not edit anything out. Uh, part of the B Leave Network, um, uh, and you could be winning with BetOnline.ag because it's playoff time, and the road to Vegas goes through San Fran mm. and Baltimore. What? <laughs> Oh, because they're the home teams. I get it. There you go. Uh, Bet Online is the number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props, head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. That might be the short. Wait, it says San Fran, really? It says San Francisco, sorry. San Francisco. Oh. I was gonna say, who? We don't call it that, but okay. Interesting, <laughs> interesting that um uh, uh that was the, the the shortest ad read that they've ever given me. But uh, yeah, back to the Jazz, and you know the Jazz not winning right now. Um, as Jared um, pointed out, uh, you know th- this is the the Waterboy moment. Rob Schneider, oh we suck again. Uh, that, that was that was actually inspired from uh, Logan's tweet uh, just the other, the other night. Uh, Logan, haven't heard from you in a while. Thanks for coming back on. I'm sorry the Jazz are on a three game losing streak. Uh, you missed all the good stuff last month. Yeah, sure as hell did. That was my reason for coming back. And then, uh, I mean, all, all jokes aside, I'm not really sure what to make out of them. They obviously had a favorable schedule. I mean, not a favorable schedule. They had some favorable uh, superstar luck, right, or missing key players in that stretch. Mm-hmm. And the one, my one pushback to that was they were just absolutely blowing the doors off most of those teams, though, right? So even yeah. though they were short, they were still beat, kicking the shit out of a lot of them. Yeah, beating um, ass. And, it, 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 and, and maybe this last three feels worse because it's like, and maybe Twitter makes it worse because you get Oklahoma City, who's one of the tank, the, the, the little tankers. That's one of their their golden children. And the same with the Rockets. So you lose those two close back to back. And then what was the last game they lost? Which is oh, the, the Pelicans. The Pelicans fucking rallied by the, the yeah, Pelicans. Christ, that was that was the one where I was like, okay, like I, I don't know, I don't know what to think anymore. I, I hope we're not seven seven and sixteen bad again, but I don't know that. We obviously aren't fourteen and six good or whatever right. it was, so Jared, I, I don't know. Very confusing time. Jared, you were you were there for for the streak. Um, uh, you know, how are you feeling now than you did maybe two weeks ago? I mean, it feels like most of the games that they're losing have been close and have been at least against decent teams. But I really just don't know what to make of this team, honestly. Uh, they 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 are always too high or always too low. I guess I don't know. Uh, the Alma, Alma, Rubios. The, yeah. Alma, you know, the anti Rubios, yeah. <laughs> what are the numbers saying? What 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 do we highlight here? Like, um, uh, what's going on with the highlight? Like, like, what would you say about this Jazz uh, slump right now? So, if I'm like looking at these games, the granted losses are piling up, zero and three. But when you go ahead and take a look at the numbers, like, let's go ahead and start with the Thunder. It was only a five point loss, but it also required the Thunder to play a near-perfect game to go ahead and even get the result they did. So that loss, not too bad. Then when you go ahead and look at the Rockets game, they had to go into overtime, and again, the Rockets went ahead and played a fairly good game. 
Um, I mean, granted, they only shot, like, I think it was 33% from the perimeter, but that was also, like, a big thing to go ahead and focus on because they're going to go ahead and try and drive into the paint, and they know that the paint is going to go ahead and be something that Utah excels in um, defensively. So they're going to go ahead and go to Shangun and then try and kick out. But Shangun went ahead and had a career high with 32 points that game, so it ended up... Not going how I thought it would, but I mean, it was still a one-point game that had to be decided in overtime. But then the Pelicans. I put in my article, focus on the perimeter. The perimeter is where New Orleans is going to lie. And off the top of your head, can you like take a guess at what their percentage was from three? Their percentage? Um, I watched that game. It was actually, uh, I, I know this one, it was 145%. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, they, they hit... And and so and that's that's fun because like I mean that game it was in the first half I was like you know the first half happened they hit like I don't know like ten twelve fourteen out of like twenty threes they were like seventy percent um, uh, what what was the actual percentage so it was right at fifty percent they were twenty three for forty six yeah. and C J McCollum who I even highlighted <laughs> in there I was like he is going to be your main threat he went nine for thirteen yeah. from the perimeter. Just, just crazy how like from three point from, from three point, point. Yeah. yep and, and Jesus like, Christ and, exactly uh, and and the thing is like even in garbage time they were like the the the, the garbage squad kind came in they were still draining threes so mm-hmm. it was just look the Pelicans game I'm gonna throw it away like it happens you yeah know, and, like, and again like you have those outliers occasionally but as as long as said in uh, you know scheduled loss yeah so, so I um, mean now if you go ahead and take a look at what's to come like there's. The Wizards, mm-hmm. please don't lose to the Wizards. <laughs> then you have the Hornets, please don't lose to the Hornets, especially like back to back games. I mean, we're about to see two future Jasmine, Kyle Kuzma and Miles Bridges, um, uh, coming up on this road trip. So and potentially the homecoming of Gordon Hayward. And, yeah, Gordon Hayward coming too. But um, then immediately after that, you have back to back Monday Tuesday between the Nets and the Knicks. Those ones. I could see going one and one, and I'll be happy if it's zero oh and two. Whatever, as long as it's within like a five point swing, mm. I find it acceptable because the Jazz just have not been a good team on, on the, the road, road right. at all. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, Wizards, Hornets, Nets next. You, sh- I mean, the Jazz should be favored to win three of those games. Um, maybe not by a lot, but I mean, they they're, they should be better than Wizards. They should be better than the Hornets. The Net, I mean, the Nets were on. I mean, the Nets blew it. 20-point lead to the Clippers the other night, uh, a team that had lost six in a row prior to that, mm-hmm. or six or seven. It was a, it was a big I'm, – I'm just making up numbers. But, you know, they had lost a, a bunch of games in a row. Um, and, look, the Rocket the, – the, again, the Pelicans game doesn't bother me. It, it happens. Like, it was a historically – not historically, but astronomically good night uh, for the Pelicans just everywhere. Um, and it was a franchise high in yeah. points in a game too. <laughs> Look, so. I, I don't think the Jazz are very good on defense. I don't know if they're that bad on defense, but they're generally below average on defense. So you know that's whatever. But they were they were winning those other games with a below average defense. So whatever. Yeah. So especially like with the Wait. Pelicans game, it's just right. it's the outlier game. But again, uh, people did are going to say it was. Did you say the Clippers had lost seven in a row? The Nets had lost like six or seven. Oh, the before. Nets had lost. Yeah, okay. yeah. that's right. My, my, I, I, I used the wrong preposition there. So, or oh, okay. I need to. I, I shouldn't use preposition there when I'm talking about multiple teams. But um, you know, the Rockets game. Uh, the Rockets. Uh, Alma just gave me a four horseman sign, so he he loves Ric Flair. Oh, four in a row. That's what he meant. Yeah, uh, they had four lost four losses in a row. In a row. Okay. <laughs> uh, woo. Um, 
The Rockets game oh, was... Oh, speaking of Ric Flair, he's... Have you guys seen... The, you guys got to see Iron Claw, that movie. Yeah, it was... I, I, I talked to Adam about that, that movie today. Um, did you see it, Logan? Iron Claw? Yeah, it's the best movie I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's no, I love, I love, I loved every, I loved every second of it. That, that had everything you want in the movie. The, the only part I didn't like was the guy they had play Ric Flair. I was oh, like, yeah, what that's the hell? A, that's the Dude, I don't like. I, I, I hate Ric Flair, so I loved it, and it was really bad. So <laughs> no. I, I wish he, I'm I not wish a big. I'm not a big Ric Flair a, guy either. I wish you'd have dropped a woo wings. Woo wings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> my, my favorite part is too that there was not my favorite. It's really tragic. But I mean, tragic. the fact that they had to, they didn't have enough time in the movie, so they had to completely leave out uh, another few, yeah, brother who yeah. died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Man. The, the funny thing is, I read the director had actually said that they wanted to, but like it was so emotionally like draining already to have another brother die. <laughs> They're like, we, we can't do this again. Yeah, so, like, I mean, we like, can't tell the real like story. Two hour, two hour film, and so they said they tried to incorporate some of the some of the of two of the brothers into the youngest brother. Yeah, to Michael, so. Personality um, or something, but anyway, it was a great, it was a great movie. Yeah, really go, was. go see Iron Claw. Uh, my my, my favorite, my favorite clip was a TikTok I saw though, where some guy had told his his, oh, his, his uh, I think his wife or girlfriend that it was a uh, Zac Efron comedy. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yep. So they all know the movie. So yeah, she's she's all waiting for them to get their head in the game, but um, it never happened. Never happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna try to pressure Alma into watching that movie. So, um. It was, a good mo- it was a good movie. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, it's not like I don't want to see it, but it's not like on the top of my list yeah. of things yeah, to so. go see. So, uh, go see the, the uh, jazz play tomorrow. Go, play, go go watch the movie instead of watching the jazz play. <laughs> 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 um, the the Rockets game. The Rockets game was frustrating because I think the Jazz should have like the, the Jazz were like four, the Jazz were up like four points with like forty seconds left. Mm-hmm. How do you blow that? That that was a that was that was a bad loss. That one, Shingu. That one, yeah. That one, I was like, no, that's a that's a loss that. You, you shouldn't, you know, you guys had that one and you lost it. Um, Clarkson lost it. Yeah. Uh, the, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely felt like in Oklahoma City and it felt like, I guess that's true. You guys are talking about the ledge a little bit. Oklahoma City and Houston definitely felt like jazz shooting themselves in the foot. You know, I don't like to use those cliches about uh-huh. how yeah. the other team didn't win, we lost, but they really did. Right. In Oklahoma City, too, it seems like we just couldn't make the right play at the right time. Yeah. So, I mean, really, I think the next the next four games would be really telling whether or not this is just a fluke. Yeah. I mean, they, they have to win the next two. Yeah, I would, uh, yes. For me to feel really good, they've got to win at least one of two between Nets and New Nets. York and yeah. Brooklyn. New York, they got they got to go three and one from the the New York teams. And and look, um, uh, it's 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 it sucks. Uh, I mean, the Jazz the the last three games have come out so like the first half just looked really awful, and they picked up in the in the second half. That's that's fine. That that happens. It's it's a, it's a game in January. I, I don't. I don't. Don't really, do that. Don't yeah. do that. Don't do that shit. I don't really that's care. One of my notes. What's one of my notes? You said you wanted my feedback. Is what does it take for who to care about with the Jazz win or lose games? He doesn't care. Uh, cared. It's gonna. It's gonna take a lot. Like, we, 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 we got to Larry first. Um, you should start gambling high sums of money on it. Like, uh, <laughs> that, that would work. Like that would rent, work. rent amounts that could this ruin is... your life. I need your, <laughs> I need your investment back. Logan, <laughs> tweet, Logan tweeted out that he was very happy that I finally moved Lowry into a into a new tier <laughs> um, uh, uh, last week, uh, which was which was a big shock. I, I, t- I told Logan I, I had been saving, I had been saving um, uh, uh, that. Uh, that moment for when he was on the podcast, because I thought he'd be really happy. And then Lowry goes and kind of like like makes me rethink my decisions here because uh, the one thing that frustrates me, and uh, you know, this happened in all three, you know, in the, in the two games that were close, people are complaining about Lowry not getting the ball in in the clutch. And mm-hmm. I, I get that, you know, he, if he's your best player, you should want him to have the ball in the clutch. 
the problem for me is I don't because I'm, uh, you know, like I, I think Clarkson and 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 Colin Sexton are the way to go. Those guys can get, they, they can quote unquote create their own shot. Um, you know, Colin Sexton's driving into four guys, but uh, you know he he did he did I mean, all the game. The contact gets you to the line, and both Clarkson and Sexton are going to go ahead and do that. Where Markinen. You can watch almost every single game this year, like just because of height and everything. He's not getting calls, so I would much rather have a guard that maybe is not taking the smartest shot. <laughs> but like, if they're going to go ahead and get you to the line, like then I will go ahead and take the quote unquote guaranteed points. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little little disheartened by Larry's um, uh, clutch play, and and uh, again, it's not his fault. Like I'm a. Uh, you know, everybody wants everybody to draw plays up for Lowry in the clutch, but I don't know. I, I think there's there's a whole the five other guys on the other other end are doing the same thing. They're trying to take Lowry out of of the plays. Um, if you know that this guy in a triple threat position can't drive on you, can't back you down, you know, can't hit a dirk fadeaway on you, um, then you're a little you're a little bit limited. So um, that's just the a limitation in Lowry's game. Do I think he can get there? I just, you know he doesn't have it right now, so it's kind of, it kind of what separates you know who I think the top tier guys are versus where Larry's tier is right now. So um, you're di- you're, dis- you're disappointed in for not getting the ball in the clutch, but you don't want him to get the ball in the clutch. I'm disappointed that no, I'm disappointed that um uh, I don't think he can. Um, I don't think he can. Uh, he has that part of the game in the clutch yet, so. Um, yeah, that's definitely the part we all are waiting to see. But I'd rather see him try to figure it out than. I mean, the little, the little game of hot potato between Clarkson and, and Sexton at the end of the game was really cute um, <laughs> at the end of regulation and overtime, but it didn't produce shit. Yeah. So um, I would rather, if we're going to miss, we might as well miss with our potential dude, I guess. I don't know. It all depends, but um, I, uh, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll save my Sexton talk for later. But. Well, no, let's talk because like, we haven't heard because um, you know, we, we have done the buy-sell segments without you. Uh, and Colin, like, I, like I, you know, I've talked the last couple of weeks, like he's really impressed me with his play. Um, you know, we, we talked about Colin since the beginning of the season, and uh, I, I think the last time you and I, or you were on the podcast and we talked to it, it was, the quote was, uh, every time Colin Sexton shoots, it, I don't feel good about it. Um, and that, But that was like early December. And so here we are, you know, late January, uh, Logan. What has your thoughts about, has your thoughts on Colin Sexton changed at all? Uh, it's complicated. Um the results speak for themselves. I mean, like, it's it's impossible for me to argue against what he's doing for the team and how well they're winning. There's something about the way he plays basketball that still makes me uncomfortable, though. And I don't know what I don't I can't put my finger on what it is. It could just be some old nasty hater buried inside of me, which I don't know because I wasn't really a hater of his. I don't think I was. I think we thought he was forgettable. Um, we didn't have strong feelings about him. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's he's he's definitely um, as the twos and threes kind of drove parallel but he was he's kind of been the fulcrum who swung this not alone but his, his rise has also kind of coincided with i mean the jazz's winning ways have also kind of are they're parallel with his 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 play and his ability to play consistently and tht going to the bench so the results are hard to to um push back on i i, I feel more comfortable with him i guess watching him play I still, I still just have. I don't know. I can't. I can't really explain. I got a lot of. I look at my notes. I got a lot of bad notes in here that aren't very nice. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going. I'm deleting them now. I, the, the, the nicest one was just that I was wrong about Dunn and Sexton. That was yes. I was yes. wrong about both of them. Yep. Um, I have Sexton has some some Pat Bev in him. 
Interesting. Um, I Pat think he's Bev. elevated past. Uh, that's, that's a compliment. He's elevated past no. Pat, past Pat Bev. Because um, no. he's a dog. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's also very confusing because it feels like there's this this duality going where it's like, I feel like he's an important part of our. I, I, don't know, I guess I'm curious what you guys think is if he's this good and this important, that would mean he's not tradable or he should. I, again, I'm, I'm prefacing. No one's untradable. Let's just right. get it off the table. But <laughs> yeah. he, should, he, should, he should be, yes. he should be viewed as, as a hold on piece rather than a trade piece, which is, I guess maybe that's where my little bit of hater and pushback still comes in. Cause I'm not quite there to be there. I'm not quite there with yeah. him yet. That he should be a build around piece, but then no, I get what you're saying. he's been really good. His numbers right. have been good. The team's been good. He's improved. He's not doing as many of the same silly things he was doing before. He's a really likable guy. Plus, I mean, and that's, plus, that's plus his uh, plus his given. assist numbers have been like he's yeah. playing more like a point guard than we've seen him uh, in his career. I think like he, he's finding more guys, uh, making right passes, making good passes, and not even like just making assists, like making passes. As you know, we 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 see Jordan Clarkson. He gets a pass and. Just you, you know you can get 10, 20 dribbles out of him before he does anything else. Uh, but Collins is making a lot quicker decisions. Like sometimes, like he just gets the ball and passes it right away. Like he just knows that the extra pass is what's needed. So uh, that's what that was. What I was really impressed. At. And we talked about this last week how uh, Collins Sexton has moved up. Like, look, if the Jazz do trade him, the price for Collins Sexton has gone up significantly from November to now. And uh, like we've talked about, like before, like hey, m- most guys that. Are you know most GMs are not going to be like oh yeah we're, they're, they're not going to say okay this guy's played really well the last two weeks we need to trade for him they they kind of know who these guys are but Colin Sexton's an, I think is one of those exceptions to the rule like you know you thought you knew who he was but he showed you a lot more flashes he showed it uh, you know very consistently over three or four weeks this was the THT uh, talk I had last week uh, last last week with these guys was everyone wanted THT to play because they wanted him to up the value. Um, but for him to up the value, he would have to do what Colin Sexton did. Like, Colin Sexton did it. Colin Sexton upped his value. Uh, but he's upped his value so much that no way the Jazz want to trade him. And there's, there's a lot of Jazz fans who wouldn't want to trade him right now because they, they're hoping that there's still more to unearth, I, I guess, from his play. So um, I get, I, I get yeah, that. No, 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 that was always the second part of the rule, right, mm-hmm. was that the tra- upping trade value wasn't a real thing because either A, it never happens, right. or B, if they do increase their value, you don't want to get so, rid of them. And then, yeah, exactly. So, That's what Colin Sexton's like. So, 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 <laughs> so you guys are all of the belief he's in that category. I mean, his name still appears quite – and maybe it's not by Jazz fans anymore, but his name still appears right. frequently in the trade rumor. I, well, I'm, I'm just curious what you guys' thoughts I, are. He, I think that Colin Sexton – 20, 20, 20 games has swung that much for him. Right, and Colin Sexton, twenty games. Colin Sexton was because like, he was sort of the the main piece in that Donovan Mitchell trade before Lowry. Um, you know, they they gave him a fairly good contract of a twenty ish ish million a year. He's young. Um, the Jazz look beginning of the year like there was the Bucks trade rumors. There was a lot. There was a lot of trade rumors, and um, I think I think if you're Danny Ainge, if, if someone really wanted Colin Sexton, you they, they could have him. But what's going to cost to get Colin Sexton now is going to be a lot more. Than it was two or three months ago. So that that to me is like, yes, again, is Constantine untradeable? No, but I don't. Th- the teams that want to get him are the teams that don't have the assets to get him. I guess. And so um, uh, if Constantine was playing like he was in November, I think fans would be much more receptive to you know uh, one first round pick or something. You know, um, there's no way that one first round pick gets gets uh, gets you a phone call from the Utah Jazz, right? Um, and so that's that's where I'm at because I, I think 
at the beginning of the year, we were all trying to figure out uh, um, if the Jazz, you know, what pieces do they have to trade? What pieces do they have to keep? I think Colin Sexton, you know, while he still can be traded, has moved into that keep area. But it's just because you're not going to get, you know, there's a chance that uh, he can get better. There's a chance that uh, – and Logan, I asked this last week. Do you, do you think that Colin Sexton could be a number two to Larry Markkinen in, in the Jazz system? Well, I mean, I mean yes. But I mean, what, I mean, what as, as a, a championship contender, no. Okay. All right. And that, that, that's – No. If, if those guys are my one and two, I think we've got a problem. Yeah. And that, that's – and look, if you – look, I, I think that's what Danny H. has to sit down and, 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 and think to himself, like, do I have – you know, is Larry my number one? If Larry's my number one, cool. Who's my number two then? Who do I go get to get my number two? And if it's not Colin Sexton, then you know, look, if if you can find a God offer, God God offer, Godfather offer, for, I want Zeus for him <laughs> for um, <laughs> uh, Colin Sexton, then that's probably the way to go. But I think right now he's a keep because I don't think he's going to get that piece. But he has really um, raised his value, as as we say. Uh, Alma, yeah, been... I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess that's where I come down. It, it just seems wild to me that a stretch of twenty to twenty-five games has changed in that much. You know, it's just it, it's it's I maybe mean, I, for the for our sake as Jazz fans, hopefully it does continue right. to stay that way, and it maybe even gets better. But that's a wild jump. Gen- yeah, generally for, I wouldn't make that for, jump for, for but a, um, just a little over a quarter of a season, right, right or a third of a season. Gen- so. Generally, I would not, I would not try. Yeah, to... so that's why I'm so surprised to hear you saying. That's yeah, really he, he he's off. he's probably the only person that I've changed my mind on. We're trying to get him on this podcast. I think <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, generally, he's the only person because everybody else, I, I'm kind of have the same thoughts. Like Jordan Clarkson, yeah, off the team. Uh, you know, that's why I asked Jared probably a couple weeks ago. You know what? What you, would you trade him for? He's like, oh, I don't want to trade him anymore because you know he's missed a triple double. And I was like, oh yeah, my thoughts are, you know, and just two weeks before that, Jared was talking about being happy to get a top forty pick for you know a, a, top, a high second round pick for Jordan Clarkson. You know, so um, so Jordan Clarkson's play hasn't changed my mind. Tht was sort of always you know somebody that I didn't think had very much value in, in the trade market. Kelly Olynyk does have trade value in the trade market, but it may not be as high as we as we assume it's going to be. So, um, well, like you guys debated very well last week too. Like, does it make sense to get rid of him if your goal is to make the plan and convey the pick? I mean, it may not make any sense to get rid of him. Right, and so, so yeah. um, do do I think that's Danny Ainge's goal for the season? I do not. Um, he said it. I saw it on the internet. He, he said it. He, he, he did won the first round yeah, series. It was. Did he actually say that, or is that just someone speculating? Uh, that was like a, I think I, I think it was a speculation from like um uh, I think it was a David Locke thing. He's like, from what I've heard, mm-hmm. the Jazz want to win a first round playoff series or be competitive. In the that's playoffs. too David. That's too David Locke references in two weeks. That's too many. For that's me. too I'm many. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna bow out now. I'll catch you guys in the locked locked on the high notes here. Uh, Alma, I mean, Murdoch, Conde, Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, actually, Jared, Jared, um, uh, you you just heard like um uh, has. Has anybody else's thoughts? Uh, has your thoughts on any of the players changed? Um, uh, Colin Sexton. Uh, I mean, I thought we did a whole piece on this last week. <laughs> or, or was didn't we have this discussion last right. week? I mean, um, uh, I mean, but here we are a week, a week, a week ago. Uh, oh, you mean Sexton? No, has not made, really. Has like, made differences, and um, plus like three games have gone by. So I mean. 
three game losing streak has anything could be time to jump off yeah yeah i mean this is this is time to get off the bat like look i hope i'm not that reactive of a fan but maybe i still am yeah i mean i know i mean you guys did have good conversation i guess what i guess what i'm kind of getting at it just it it, it, it just seems it seems kind of wild to, now trader i guess i'm looking at this in a different lens i've shifted and, and, and trading him or not trading him I guess that's what I'm getting at. Is it's just kind of strange to think that he's moved into like untouchable territory. Yeah. I, I think, mean, I don't like. It, I if think the, if a, the value is right. two first rounds or it's, yeah. it's a god offer. Is that really? I guess what I'm getting at is thirty games is enough. Is convinced us enough that he's a build around piece. Like well, you know, he's a piece that should be here based on his contract, his age, mm-hmm. what he's shown us. He's a he's a he's he could be part of a winning team. And that that value is going to be worth it. I guess that's what I'm. I, get, I don't know if I'm. If I'm no, I, I, that I get you because like a, yeah, because season a lot of us were more like Con Sexton could. I mean, to be for, for on my part, I really thought uh, Con Sexton was going to be here through the year, at least. Uh, I really thought it was going to be Clarkson, Olenek, and Tht. Uh, I understand that maybe um, uh, Colin was on a list for some people. You know, because th- there was a lot of fans talking about. Uh, trust me, I know they they keep receipts. That <laughs> Con Sexton, um, uh, they they were they were not happy with Con Sexton at the beginning of the season, and a lot of people have changed their tunes. A lot of people have come out and and said they changed their tune on Con Sexton. Um, and I, I think part of it is like, look, I we I think we always knew that he could score. We saw it. We saw it in Cleveland. Uh, he he was he had multiple thirty point games. Um, in Cleveland. I mean, we even saw it here in the handful of stints that he had last season that he had the ability. It was just a matter of like keeping his energy tamed. Uh, yeah, like I mean, like this and this year. It, I mean, I think it, it, it it's been his passing. It's been his a little more consistency uh, and ma- making like from December to January. It, it was like it wasn't just the scoring. It was him just making better decisions. Uh, and it was just it was this weird like okay yeah that's the player we thought he could be, um, I think Logan has this analogy of like you know good stats guy on a bad team which I kind of thought he was in Cleveland, um, and now I'm watching him like you know I don't know I don't know if he's the number two, um, like I think the Jazz still need to go find that 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 number two or that co number one with Lowry, um, but I think Colin Sexton could be a piece. Um, of that team, it, it, but like the other guys I mentioned, the other three I mentioned, probably not. Almost everybody else sounds like yeah, and, and, and that's and that's important. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Is, you right. know, we can't there's there, to build a championship team. You can't just be chasing number ones and number twos. Like I get that's mm-hmm. the, the important part of all, but there are other people worth getting. I guess mm-hmm. keeping on your team. And I know we all dick around on Twitter a lot, but like right. there has been a ton of the Darren, the the Donovan Mitchell comps to Sexton and how he's. Basically That's... the same player. So, you know, you take that with a grain of salt. Right. We've always talked a lot of shit about Walker Kessler and Ochai being untouchable. You, well, I guess what I'm saying is the three of you, I value your basketball opinions. And so I was curious where you guys landed on Sexton because um, it's it, it's been great. And I hope it continues, but the sample size is not very big. And so I guess it was surprising to see some of the swings. Uh, right. And there's always the overdramatic swings, which are kind of tongue-in-cheek, or people who are just yeah. who are really that wild <laughs> and irrational. But when the, when the dust settles, it does feel like listening – to you guys last week and watched a couple more that he's kind of shifted out of that role already, mm-hmm. which I guess just surprised me a little bit. I mean, again, I hope he does it, but it was surprising with what to, has been to a me great the, stretch. And the stretch has been good, though. But yeah. to me, it's the assist. To me, it's the assist and like finding players. Like it was that it was that it was like December when you know if you guys remember uh, Quinn uh, not Chris Satter, 
Will Hardy, uh, <laughs> Chris Anderson, Will Hardy, um, uh, says like, you know, if you're not going to play jazz basketball, you're not going to be in a jazz uniform, right? And it felt like part of that was directed at Colin Sexton. And I think now, like, like, look. What I found interesting, too, is the the follow-up quote he had. Like, what was it, two weeks ago where he's saying, he was saying something like he changed the way he was coaching or talking to Colin Sexton because he realized that just, right. like, um, so it was like, oh, he's less robotic than Quinn. Hell yeah. From, from, <laughs> like, the, from December when um, uh, Will Hardy had said something like, hey, you know, we need to play jazz basketball. And it was like sharing the ball. And, and from that point on, though, like, I was like, okay. Carl Sexton didn't actually like sulk away like some players might. Like he rose to the challenge. And look, you know, nothing has Jordan. Like, look, Jordan Clarkson triple double, still scoring third. That's that's really cool and all. Um, but that's the type of basketball that I just think Will Hardy wants out of the Jazz system. So, mm-hmm. like uh, to to get out of the Jazz system, I should say. Um, and so, yeah. But uh, to me, why I think I'm uh, the Carl Sexton. Uh, renaissance, I should say. Uh, it happened when I thought the good decision making started started happening, and that was kind of right after that that Will Hardy quote. So, um, so yeah, so um, that that's sort of like, and so maybe because I asked that number, like, if the, is is the Jazz number two on the roster? Keontae George has fallen way behind. Um, Jared, I asked you this about a month 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 and a half ago. Um, do you believe Keontae George is a superstar? I mean, I don't. I really feel like as the third guard, we're, we're getting to see him play, what, like 20 minutes a game? I don't know if he can really know if there's a Are, superstar buried you, in there. I mean, he's not, he's, he's not forcing the issue. He's not coming off the bench. Like, he's not outplaying somebody to get in the starting rotation. So Do you feel I would confident? have to say at this point, I don't feel that confident because okay. otherwise he'd be forcing – Maybe maybe over the summer he gets better and, and he has to be in the starting lineup, but right now it's like I'm, I don't know. I'm, I was not really on the train to start with, and then I'm, I think I'm pretty much off the train. Like I don't think Keontae George has has that that guy in him, and it's fine. Like you don't have not everybody can be the guy, and it was a nice first month from him. Uh, maybe he'll be, you know, may, maybe he'll be. I don't know if he's got all star appearances in him, so. Um, I don't know. Logan, I, hope, I, mean, I hope he's at least a two-time All-Star. I hope. No, that's, I mean that's still pretty. That's still. I mean, I I don't. That's pretty far away. Two, two-time All-Star could be considered a superstar at some point. You have to be a superstar at some point to be a two-time All-Star. So true. No, that's not true. I'm going to go Kenny Smith on y'all's asses. There's really only like five superstars in the NBA. You guys use that term way too fucking loosely. There's like five superstars. That, that, so. That's my first tier. You're right, Logan. That's my first tier. So Yeah, superstar, uh, superstar, no. Uh, star, I think he's got potential to still be a star. Right, there's just, let's, let's, there's let's, just certain, there's certain things, certain abilities he has that aren't. You're right. We, we all, we're all in, we're all in unison. The superstars have forced their way into the lineup. Okay. As much as Chris Dunn's been nice, he would force his way through Chris Dunn. Right. And he hasn't done that. How so about, that, um, you know, that's. Could he get to Star Donovan is. Mitchell levels? Utah Donovan Mitchell levels. Utah Jazz Donovan Mitchell level. No, Donovan Mitchell was already there at this yeah. point. Yeah, so that's, no. uh, that's that was my fear because everybody was kind of crowning him as that at the beginning of the end. It looked nice, but that's a that's a pretty and look we we talked about it all the time, Logan. If you're the dude, you're the dude. You know so. Um, mm-hmm. no, he's the big Lebowski. No, like you said, though, we, just need, we, need, we just need one of these three to hit, and then we just need if one of these three guys hits, and it's somebody turns out to be, you know, 
a fringe. I'm not saying style of play, but I'm talking style of player, a Mike Conley type who's mm-hmm. like kind of like should it be an all star this year, maybe or maybe not. You know, okay, yeah. best player never to make an all star team. Okay, that's, I can no, see that's... that or a one or. You know that 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 would be success. That would be success, I think. For and and Alma's. We're going to trade for Garland anyway, so it'll be fine. <laughs> Alma is nodding furiously there. So, um, all right. So let's uh, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. All sounds like good products that you should buy, Alma. <laughs> I was just t- trying to get. He's like, well, "Why do we have to take a drink of water?" Um, so the other, the other big news that came up today that's just has all Jazz fans in turmoil. Um, I, I'm predicting it right now, uh, January twenty fourth, twenty twenty four. The Utah Jazz moving to Draper in in, in uh, probably six years, six seven years. Um, because uh, Ryan Smith is bringing trying to bring the NHL to Utah. Um, they've at, like I, like this, the story is that he's requests expansion. Um, the NHL is already at thirty two teams. It's it is unlikely they would get the thirty four. Thirty four is a lot of teams for a league. Uh, the NBA is trying to get the thirty two right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and NHL, uh, NBA, uh, NFL. 32 is probably the magic number. It's 32 in Major League Baseball, too, right? Logan? Uh, 30, I believe. 30? Okay, so 32 seems to... Oh, is well, it like soon, three, divisions, three soon, divisions of five? Yeah, soon to be 32. Excuse me, I should say. Soon to be 32 in, in all the leagues. 32 seems to be the magic number. So, like, the NHL's there. I, I don't watch enough NHL to know if there's enough talent, quote-unquote talent, to support two more teams. Um. So, well, well, I mean, the the rumor for a while was that uh, they would they try to move the Coyotes from from oh, Phoenix that, that's, because that's it. But then off they, the table. But uh, it doesn't seem to get a lot. It has, there's not a lot of traction as of right now. But oh, they did okay. say that that's like the main thing is right. whether or not they're going to go ahead and have the Coyotes move up north, or if they're going to yeah. go ahead and just do full expansion. Look, look, um, if Utah can steal the the Coyotes from Arizona, I think that would solve a lot of problems. Cool. Um, Arizona well, State frankly, would have to find a new way to fill that five thousand person <laughs> state arena yeah, that they're frankly, in right now. Frankly, like nobody goes to those right. games yeah. in Arizona. <laughs> they, they won't have to pack up in the middle of the night. They can just go in the day. They go there just to cool down. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So, um, uh, look, the the this whole hubbub is uh, out because you know everybody sort of assumes that if Ryan, I, I think probably correctly. Probably assumes that if Utah uh, Ryan Smith, I should say, the Smith Entertainment Group, uh, Seg, Seg Media, decides that they want to build a, a stadium in Draper, it will probably be a dual-purpose stadium, basketball and hockey. 
Um, Logan, this doesn't affect you. You don't care if, if the Jazz are downtown or not. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yep. But one thing I do want to say, though, is I think I thought he said on Pat McAfee today that he said he said hockey exclusive, though. Dude, I, thought, I thought those words came out of his mouth. I did listen to it. Yeah, hockey, hockey uh, exclusive. Hockey exclusive until – Or it becomes, I could be wrong. I mean, yeah. I don't do actually – No, no, I mean, no, no, no. Well, you're right. But, no, those words did come out of his mouth. Um, sometimes I think people lie. And so, well, yeah. And That's so, true too. <laughs> who, who is Doctor House? Yeah. Everybody loves. So, <laughs> we could look at the rebrand. <laughs> like let, let's just say that <laughs> purple is back. Let, let's just say that yeah. there With has been things jersey. that Ryan Smith has put out there and have not been one hundred percent accurate to when it actually kind of come out. Um, so I, before you know. I, when it happens, what happens? Do you have like a list of all the lies? Who? Where's I, the, where's the, I, I do where's the Google keep, Doc? Show me. I, I don't no, keep I those receipts. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, but because like, look, the, the the Olympics are presumably presumably coming to Utah in twenty thirty four. They're gonna want a very good hockey venue, um, for the Olympics, right? So well, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't think about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait so, a second. Wait a second. <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna want. I understand where he's going. Yeah, now. They're gonna want that area. You know, there's there's hockey there. Uh, you know, the reason that the bees are moving to daybreak um, is because the the LHM um, group wants to create this super entertainment center surrounding um, that stadium. You know, they're gonna open this megaplex that's gonna have like VR suites. And all the stuff. So basically, go down to that down quote unquote downtown daybreak um, uh, to experience all that stuff. Um, if you've been to like, I, mean, I haven't been to a lot of places, but like I talked to Alma today, you know, the Phoenix Suns, Chase Field, and whatever they call the Phoenix Suns Stadium are right next to each other. And it's a bar. The bar. The Rockies are in downtown Denver. Are is really close to like all the other arenas. They're kind of in that same area. Uh, you Same said, with Milwaukee. Milwaukee, as well. Milwaukee has all their stuff right next to each other. I'm, you know, you know it's hockey exclusive until it isn't. You know, um, th- does Ryan Smith want to pay for two buildings? Like I, I know he doesn't pay a lot for the land. One dollar for one, right. and then whatever the cost right. is for the other. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what the cost is for having two arenas in two separate cities. Um, I don't know how much it would save. I assume, I presume it would save you tons of money to have one arena or have it all at least in the land that you own. He doesn't own the land underneath the Dell Center, uh, but he could own the land uh, or at least some, uh, you know, have a good profit margin on the land in, in Draper. So that's that's my thoughts. Just saying. So So I was just thinking about tax, this too. Tax, tax, Utahns seem to be pretty vehemently opposed to that. They having taxpayers pay for a new hockey arena for the NHL, but are they opposed to having a hockey arena built for the Olympics? I guess is a million dollar question. That's and if they have to build a hockey arena for the Olympics, yeah. they might, love, be, might they be a cheaper route for him. Olympics. He's not stupid. Yep, they love their Olympics. He 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 didn't fall into a billion dollars for a reason. So yeah. And plus, like, whenever you're talking about taxpayers, they're going to be upset that they're going to be paying for anything that they don't agree with. So that's just going to be a given. But yeah, no, no, no they're all they're, and they're all full of shit because they'll still vote for it. I, I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, cause I, I'm just saying, like, you know, that there's I'm saying it's, it, I, I guess what I'm saying is I didn't look at it through this lens called who said they need a hockey re- arena for the Olympics. I'm like, wait a second, that's mm-hmm. a nice little 
saw a loophole or something he can piggyback himself onto. Yep. It's a, it's a savvy move, right? And, and maybe he can deflect from some like of the, the, the day I mean, that, Everyone says that, and then, then they vote for him, and then right. they go enjoy the space. And right. The, it the, never stops. And when's the last time someone – well, the only time the voters turned it down was the Phoenix Coyotes. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, they, everyone always votes in favor of these yep. things. I mean, Vegas will do it at midnight, you <laughs> yep. know, when no one's around and get it done in 10 minutes. The, so. day that, um, uh, the day that the Olympics came to Utah or was announced as a – like Ryan Smith tweeted out some – Cryptic, like, oh, today's a big day. Like, Ryan Smith has a very firm hand in helping the Olympics come to Utah. So, is that, is that a done done deal? Like, what's the story? It's not done. It's, they are, preferred, they are the preferred destination for it, the 2034. It's, it's like a promised ring in high school. Like, it's not. <laughs> it's, I don't, yeah, I don't know how I feel about getting a promised <laughs> yeah, ring in high school. Ring in high school is like, it's like, hey, look. We're not going to get engaged. We're not going to get married. But this is a promise that if we have sex, I won't break up with you. So, um, and that's when they pull the rug out from underneath you, and then they're like, ha, ha, just get yeah, yeah, people lie. Something so, definitely gets pulled. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh, Alma, did oh, not go to school in, Alma did not go to high school in Utah, so I don't know if this analogy hits with him or not. So, uh, um, that's what a promise ring is. So, um, uh, Logan, yeah. Logan never needed a promise ring. See, out, out in Florida, a promise, promise ring is just a teenage pregnancy. Nobody California who, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, what was that? Yeah, pretty much a promise ring in high school in Florida is uh, the teenage pregnancy. Yeah, there you go. And so, even then, that doesn't even so follow through. Was, <laughs> yeah, I went to the high school. In my high school in Sacramento, was uh, we, we actually had a little... Little high school next door where all the pregnant girls went. All right, L- Logan, give me a better analogy. Apparently, the promise ring analogy is not the analogy. I well, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Put, I, I guess what I, my, my original question was how 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 solid of a selection does that mean? Promise ring seems so sketchy as that. <laughs> so there's a good chance they don't come to Utah. I guess is what I'm getting at. The promise ring feels like no, a, the promise a ring, 33 like, percent I mean, probability. Yeah, probability. Um, uh, it's a I, firm look, handshake. Look, um, it is a firm handshake. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but um, it's it's it's. I think it's. I think basically, if Utah doesn't screw it up in the next four years, they're in, right? Like they have to get the air quality better and some other stuff, but they can still not be the host. So, um, but they are preferred. They are yeah. Like like you guys are. You have the inside track. Um, just don't fuck it up in the meantime. So yeah, how do we get the air quality better? Just like giant vacuum cleaner, or what's the? We all have to do our part. Just... I honestly don't think they have a comprehensive plan. So uh, I think Spencer Cox said that uh, if we pray about it, we might be able to get that done. So I need you to see get more rain to that, that... Out of the air. Double double. Um, th- th- what what I would love to say, just like on a completely unrelated note, is I would love. I, I see a lot of excited baseball erections on Twitter for the A's coming to Utah for right. maybe a couple of years. I would love for Sacramento to steal that. Oh, I, um, I come, uh, could you... <laughs> well, it's Sacramento and Vegas. Both both those um, well, cities are in the running. Oh, so Vegas is in the running to keep it themselves? Yep. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I mean, but, I mean but, Las Vegas ballpark is already like, Las Vegas ballpark the, where the Aviators play is already head and shoulders above. I mean, I guess they're not going to play at Smith. They're going to play at some new stadium. Huh? Yeah, they're going to play at the building in daybreak. That, that, was, yeah. that was Utah's pitch: was that hey, we'll keep the a, uh, keep the bees at the Smith ballpark. We'll let you play at the brand new ballpark um, uh, that we're building and, and break it in. And that will have the that will have all the the clubhouse stuff that a minor league team, minor league ballpark can't do. Um, the the other benefit for Utah would be, uh, you know, the bees won't you, you won't have to schedule. Around a minor league team like the the River Cats and the Aviators, 
you would have to schedule both teams at that ballpark. So, um, not the biggest deal, but a, a small. River cats, river cats. But um, uh, yeah, I mean Sacramento could use a, a, a team. I mean, look. <laughs> Um, no, I don't California want Sacramento team. to have anything good either. But I'm just saying, I would love. For... <laughs> you just want them to have it more than 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 Utah. It'll probably be yeah. Worse. I just don't like. I don't want you guys to have anything good. Is what I'm getting. No, at. I, I want I, you guys. It, yeah. Oh yeah, Summer. Boise's in the running for something. No, no, we're not. And that's no. why I want. You that's guys exactly. To well, yeah, like a, it's it's a misery love little company thing. Not that you know. <laughs> yeah. So as um, I was as I was sitting on the toilet preparing for this this thing that we were doing though, I, I was. It is kind of wild because, like, my instinct is always like, "Oh, Utah isn't big enough to get Utah isn't big enough to get." But they are. You got y'all are growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it is. It is. It is. Isn't. It isn't just like silly little Utah anymore. It's, they're all legitimate chances. Um, it's just funny for me growing up watching what at least the, the, not, not not just the population, but what the belief was. There was no one who gave a shit about baseball or oh, hockey. Yeah. Yep. Growing up, like it was soccer, but. It was hey. soccer, basketball, and football. You know that's what? what it was, and so it's just kind of interesting. You know what? Um, uh, and number one, we had we had a much smaller bubble, right? Like we had Roy High, right? So uh, that was our bubble, mm-hmm. uh, and then we were State or, or Utah State, right? Like our, our bubbles were small. Now, now we have Twitter, which is, you know, a, a much bigger bubble. Like like you're like, oh, well, that's weird. Like you're a hockey fan, or not even that. I think because you know there was a lot of discourse today, and Alma was part of it. Um, uh, people were like, oh, baseball, oh, hockey, oh, both. Um, the, 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 the long and short of it is if it's daybreak. Do the colleges here have hockey? I don't think about it. I know, I know the, I know that it's like a club sport, I think at Weaver State, right? But do the local, do BYU and Utah have hockey teams? I don't think so. Not, I've never seen them. Um, If if it is, it's it's probably club level. Um, And their baseball teams are legendary. I mean, they just are, I mean, well, I think Utah, I think of baseball and baseball, so. (laughs) I mean, Utah, Utah. The funny thing is that Utah was won the Pac-12, and they, they the, were yeah. The Utah uh, Utes were using Smith's Ballpark as their stadium as well, and yeah, had to go. I had to go and build their own uh, because you know we didn't know what Smith's Ballpark was going to do. So, um, anyway, uh, the, the 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 ironic thing, coincidental thing, um, or ironic thing is that once hockey and baseball do come to Utah. The, those first few years are going to be great because it's a shiny new thing, you know. Like, like, all right, I am going to go to, I will go to um, uh, uh, Draper to watch hockey. I will go to Daybreak. Like, they hate it now, right? They, everybody hates it now, but for that, you know, those first those first few months to see something new, you'll drive out there. Um, it does suck. It, like, look, look, downtown is a, uh, a, you know, a nice area to have the jazz, especially for me professionally slash personally. But I, I see it moving. <laughs> I just do. What it, well, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, D, Draper is Daybreak. Daybreak is Draper. What is that? I don't know the difference. No, no, no they're, they're two, two different cities. They're two different cities. Well, what's, where, where's Daybreak? Daybreak is further west, way further west. It's like Magna, but way south. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah. it's like brand, brand spanking. It was all built. Let me, let like, me... it's, a, it's up by the Kennecott stuff. Like, Jesus. basically right. butts up to the mines and shit. Yeah, it goes I all the way. I can see why people are bitching about that one, for sure. Uh, I was having a hard time understanding this Draper thing. But. Draper to the dental is a 20-mile difference, about 23 minutes via I-15 North. So about, tw- yeah. Yeah, Daybreak is not that far from Harriman. That's, that's like, that was Draper. So, uh, this is, oh, what am I doing? 
think we can hear him in there on the same who's side. About, who's about to tell us he hasn't been recording any of this whole show? <laughs> uh, Daybreak is about 30 minutes from uh, the Delta Center. So the Delta Center is your, your um, uh, you know, central point. Central point. Then, yeah, like, so, yeah, there's, you know, miles and, like, hey, look, hey, you know Utah traffic. That's that's not easy traffic to get through. So some of these people who want to go to these games, it's going to be an hour-long drive. I, like, Logan, you know, I, I didn't get to see you when I was in Boise last. How far are you from Albertson's Stadium? Um, Probably, like, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, that's not too – I mean, that, that's probably, like, where a lot of people from, you know, the Davis County or uh, Harriman, like – Anyone that's in like South Salt Lake, um, uh, uh, Salt Lake area, it's about thirty minutes to get to. I mean, he, uh, Alma. Gosh, why I keep saying that? Alma, Alma <laughs> um, uh, you're in Taylorsville. So yeah, so 10 minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say for me to get here, it's like ten, fifteen minutes depending on the traffic. Yeah, so, so it's not too it's not, bad. Not too bad, but yeah, I mean downtown. I mean, so I mean, I don't, I don't know what sporting event that you usually go to. Like, I, don't, I assume it was Boise, but I don't know. Like, is is an hour drive a, a deal breaker for you? Yes, um, but I'm historically a shithead who doesn't want to go to like anything though. Like I don't go. Like I, I, I prefer the viewing experience at home over almost everything else. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I'm probably. I, I definitely know I'm not the right person to ask that question because my my thresh. I, I don't like any of it. I don't like having to get down there and try to find somewhere to park. I don't like yeah. having to pay someone to park. I don't like having to wait to get out after the high of the game is worn over. I, I like to getting out. I, I I will avoid like sporting event at almost all costs unless I can. That's you know, unless, unless I'm in a city where you can, you know, you can get a hotel next to it, or you can use public transit of some some type to get here and there. Yeah, that's so why I, I'm taking tracks to the game. Okay, so how about like, yeah, Alma, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really love it, but I, I, I will say one more thing, and I'll stop being as much of a shit. I mean, I'll say it's like the <laughs> last of the three bad things I'll say, but one thing I think people under will underestimate about the hockey basketball thing, like you said, who everyone's going to show up at first because the population is growing and it will be exciting, but. As someone who's like really diving into hockey now, like I'm really like I, I just I'm I really enjoyed it. I watched my I watched my Golden Knights on and off historically. <laughs> my I'm, Golden Knights. I'm telling you, man, I'm a big fan. So, um, but anyways, <laughs> I've, I've I've really gotten I've I really, all jokes aside, I've really gotten into. It. I'm trying to learn more about what's going on. It is hard to keep up because so many times these these teams are playing at the same time and they have the same things going on. And I, I definitely find myself when the Jazz start to do their stupid shit, like going seven and sixteen, like. I will just wander away and not care because it doesn't make any sense. Because this other product over here is really good, really shiny, really yeah, nice. Right. And Watch winning. the hockey team is dead. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They play like they're, they're direct <laughs> competition for the Jazz, and um, I think that I've seen Colton mention it a few times on Twitter, and I think people forget about that. That it, it'll be, and again, maybe the pop. I'm not saying the population won't support it, but I'm talking like it is hard to keep up with two of those things, especially when you get the end of football, like going through half of it. Like yep. there's only so many hours in the day that like we, unless you're someone who has nothing to do, but sports, it's hard to find the time yes. to be into your college football. It's hard to be NFL. Oh, and then, oh. then, then once you get past that, your, your basketball and hockey season are halfway over right. and they're in direct competition with each other. It's, it's, yep. it's been surprising to me how hard it's been to keep up. And for me to <laughs> sit there and look and say, okay, the Knights, the Knights play at, Six o'clock and the jazz play at seven. Which one am I going to watch? Right, and um, it's just it, it's been it's been, it's just been interesting. That's all I'm saying. It's just I, I think it's not I, quite as simple and cut and dry as what people think it is. I had this conversation with Alma at work earlier today. Alma, what did I say to you about with right now the Utah Jazz being the only show in town? 
what I think will happen in 20, 30 years if the Jazz, or if, if Utah adds a baseball and a hockey team. So if I remember it right, you were saying that if anything, like these new shiny toys are most likely going to be the ones that get the chip first. Yes. And then also like on top of that, you have this big fan base around the Jazz because again, that's like the, the main show, yeah. the main show in town. But also that's not factoring in there's people that probably became basketball fans because it was the only show in town and now they can feed into the sports that they may have interest in. And that's kind of where I'm at personally. Like, granted, yes, basketball. I absolutely love it. Um, But, I mean, if there was a hockey team around, I would go to a few games to try and learn. But at the same time, if Ryan Smith is going to own multiple entities, he's most likely going to try and do the smart thing and make the most profit out of it by making sure that these teams are not playing at home at the same time if it's avoidable. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's you know, like you're not, you can't have a game on the same night, right? But, so, uh, you know, and I almost said, like, um, like this is a 20-, 30-year proposition. Like, if, if all of a sudden in 10 years the, uh, the Jazz, Utah has all three sports, like, like guys, we, we've been Jazz fans for 30-some-odd years. How hard is it to win an NBA championship in an uh, NBA championship? Um, major, major league, if you if you can spend enough money and spend it correctly, uh, you you can get. But you have to you, you have to spend money. You can't you can't you know Moneyball didn't win the A's that many. Uh, I, I don't think Moneyball won them any championships. Um, well, the Rays though. Look at the Rays. Base, base, but yeah, base, base, baseball. Here's the thing about baseball too. Baseball's got to your point. Who baseball's got. Weird exceptions of high spending. High, spending a lot of money doesn't guarantee a win. Right. There's 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 plenty of examples of teams that don't spend much money who can who can who can do their little their scouting things and they can have competitive baseball teams. Which is so there there, there is a pathway there. Um, one thing that Jazz fans, I guess, when I'm giving them all these tips to life, you know, just to make their lives better, <laughs> you are at a scientific disadvantage playing baseball in Utah. I just hope everyone yep. understands that as a lifelong suffering Rockies fan. It's not a fucking joke. It's not something that's like, oh, hey, it's an excuse. It's a legitimate scientific disadvantage to play baseball at a mile above sea level. Oh, because and, the out, yeah, the altitude. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like it, what it what it does to the ball and the way the ball flies and the, what it does to pitchers, not only mental state, but but the fact that the ball doesn't break as well. I mean, there's scientific things going against it. So, any, anyways, from a if you if you factor out the science, mm-hmm. then yes, baseball has a chance because right. it, it, spending more money isn't guaranteed wins. How, how about and it's that? not like the NBA where they only have so many markets that are guaranteed to be good. So there's you do have a pathway. Hockey, huh. I mean, my God, I mean, hockey, you've got teams right. who are in year one and two competing yes. in, in the playoffs. So um, um, it's a weird. It's how, a weird how about this for baseball, then, fun. Logan? Teams that are consistently cheap don't win championships. Oh. Um, correct. Yeah, that, that's that's sort of like like. LHN will See, have it, but they also won't. Rockies. But yeah, like if they if they don't like look, the Rangers aren't consistently spending money, but they won because they put a lot of money in their roster last year. So, um, uh, but being consistently cheap, you're not you know you're not going to get there. You have to at some point spend some money, and we don't have the evidence that LHM group is going to do that. We don't know. I mean, look, we don't have a baseball team just. Just from the years of Greg Miller and, and the Jazz, Gail's and just going to throw all her money. We also don't have evidence. We don't have evidence that Ryan Smith's going to spend money on the hockey team either, though. Uh, like, but but, but the, hockey the has hockey, cap space. Hockey, we don't even. But hockey, the money doesn't seem to be as. 
beneficial as it is. Hockey is just just so you guys know, because Ryan Smith always spying on me and trying to steal my information. Right. Um, I was uh, I was research because again I told you I'm getting into hockey. I was researching last night. NHL is hard capped. Mm-hmm. 82, oh, dollars a year. Oh, interesting. I didn't know so that. So it's not a ton of money. Um, so and that, it is there is a cap. That's the thing is that we like we don't we, we don't even know that Ryan Smith spending money on the hockey team would be beneficial. Like the the, the Golden Knights, um, I don't know what their payroll was with their first couple of years, but they were ready to win a championship uh, almost right away. So well, well, part of that's because. Your goalie really fucking matters, and they got a really good effort. And so, and so, I, I guess my point about all this is that, uh, look, you bring a hockey team to Utah, that, you know, all things being as equal as they are, hockey will have a better chance of winning a championship in Utah than be- baseball and basketball. Um, and who knows? Like, I, I, as Logan just said, you know, th- this is a limited income state. You know, like, we, we all have only so much money to spend. You know, it's going to be hard for people to be ticket holders of both uh, the Utah the Utah Blizzard Yetis and and the Utah Jazz. Uh, I I sense there could be a shift in fandom in twenty years. Like in twenty years. I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys tell me. I mean, how does RSL stack up? I know it's not the greatest comp because they're kind of in a league even below hockey somehow. But um, I mean, what's what's their attendance like compared to the other the other? Oh. Are, they a, are they a top attending team in MLS or I mean, I don't know. They're, they're used, like, uh, the games really, I've been there. It was all the rage initially, yeah, right? The but, games that I've been there, they are full, but I don't go to a lot of games uh, there. They, they've got a passionate. They've wa- um, they wildly fluctuate, but yeah, they typically have at least ten thousand people they're, they're there. They're a passionate niche fan base. So, uh, but yeah, as, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, if y'all, if, like, if y'all are the fastest growing state in the country, then you definitely got a chance to. I'm just saying that I think you might be putting in jeopardy. I think one of the things I can't believe I'm just shouting out Ryan Smith so many times, but it was just so funny to watch him on Pat McAfee. Um, but oh, it yeah. was, I think he said something about the Jazz was still like 251 straight games. I don't know that something like that is real sustainable. If you get if you get a hockey team in here in the next couple of years until the population catches up and continues to grow, I don't I think you might that those things might be in jeopardy. Um, but uh, but not 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 to where you're going to show up and the Jazz are going to be nothing. I'm just I'm just saying that everyone is super excited for it now and I get it right. and I, I'm not trying to rain on your prey even though I want to rain on your prey. I'm just saying it's not. <laughs> it, it, it really does take a lot of like. First of all, none of you know hockey. Like, I don't know hockey. It takes time to learn the sport, mm-hmm. baseball included. So you got to take the time to learn it and get invested. And then it does. There's only so much time that you have. And it's that like is. some of these are like really niche, niche pockets, right? Like the hockey people are hockey people usually. They're not really like, I don't know. It's, just, it, it's, it's kind of interesting to see. No, I've noticed that. Ho- hockey people are like almost exclusively hockey. because they're, they're like us with NBA. They like watch 82 games of hockey a year and that's it. To ask you a question, Logan, about um, uh, the RSL, Alma looked it up. Alma, what is it? So out of the 29 teams that are in the MLS, uh, Real Salt Lake ranks 17th in average attendance with 19,429 people per game. So, uh, so 19,000 a game, you said? Uh, 19,000. Uh, which... That's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. I have a hard time seeing that many people actually show up, though. Cause I, mean, I, I, don't I, swear... I don't have any, I don't have any point of reference for, like, Soccer though, I don't know what. So I, mean, I know. That, I mean, nineteen thousand is a lot for basketball, but like a baseball stadium is usually somewhere between. So I'll 40 give you to seventy, right? I'll give you the numbers for the top and the bottom of this list. Um, Atlanta United FC, uh, they average forty-seven thousand five hundred and twenty-six oh, fans per game. Yeah, they're playing a huge uh, stadium. And then the bottom end is uh, the Houston Dynamo, and they average fifteen thousand twenty-seven people. 
So and, and we also we're like, definitely right. a lot closer. We're a lot closer to the basin than yeah. we are the, the pinnacle. Yeah, but again, like the are threshold you? there, there's only three teams that have over thirty thousand yeah. per game. Everybody else, okay. is, everybody else is closer to twenty. How many? How many home games does a hockey? Does a, does a soccer team play? I don't know. Any, <laughs> they, I don't they, know they, they have something. They have so many because like like their off season happened. Two months ago, November, like they're already in preseason. Like I was, I was like, oh my god, like you guys take a three month break. That's it. So, um, no, it feels like, like they're always playing. They, yeah, they take a lot of international breaks and stuff too. Though I feel yeah. like the the actual season is only like forty games long or something. So, I can't. Um, and it's it's like one a week though. It's a, like a lot. That's sort of, that's of, sort of my like my not fear. Like if it happens, it happens. But I can see that hockey overtaking. Like I can see in twenty years. Uh, Utah becoming a hockey state and not a basketball state. That's that's basically what I'm saying. Um, uh, with the with a shiny new toy, and if they if they end up being really good, uh, really fast, and the Jazz just being mediocre, uh, as they have been for 30, 40 years, um, I can see that shift happening. So, also for this upcoming now, season for Real, too. they have eighteen those... home games. Eighteen home games. There you go. Okay, so yeah, that's real, right? All right. That's interesting. I, I just don't know. Um, I, I I wonder. There's a lot of billionaires who own more multiple different franchises. I wonder. I just I wonder if there's any that own basketball and hockey because those do seem like competition sports, right? Like I know the Rockies uh, basically own everything in Denver and everything, with the yeah. exception of the Rockies and everything in LA. Except for but, the Rockies. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I someone was trying. I, I explain, it all came together perfectly for me. So we're talking about ownership of the Rockies being the curse, and uh, the best way I can describe. The Monforts is like if Greg Miller never gave up control of the Jazz. Right, 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 right. Yeah, for yeah. twenty years. So just think about that for a second when you're when you're getting excited like, for the Miller Group. Like, like I mean, you, I'm, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be nasty here, but Gale's only going to be around so long. You know, it's just, <laughs> it is what. It, so someone, yes. I'm, I'm not being a dick. I'm just saying, like, at uh, some point, someone has to step up. Was there another? Has there been another Miller who's emerged? We're going to get a uh, we're going to get a Greg I'm a trampoline I'm a baseball team. Is what we're going to get. On, I, honestly, I think Greg is like sort of pseudo-retired in terms of mm-hmm. running the company. Uh, so is there they, another Miller, though, somewhere? That's no, like they have Ranger? Steve Smith as another group. Starks, Starks, Steve Starks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, hockey in Utah, it, again, basically you have to steal the Coyotes from, from Arizona. We'll see if that happens. Uh, Honestly, that'd be super confusing, though, if the Miller family... Like, are they? There's just going to be a ton of infighting over the baseball team. That's going to be really freaking I'm, weird. I, I'm, there's probably a hierarchy that they've, you know, hope, you would hope that people who have that much money yeah. have some hierarchy because, you know, that that could get nasty in uh, fighting over billions of dollars. So, uh, all right, well, uh, Logan, oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a minute, um, uh, but I think we need to get something in the produce pro, produce corner here. Oh Jesus! Um, I don't even know how we ended up here. We've, we, this is a jazz. This is a jazz. This is a Utah Jazz podcast. Yeah. We spent forty minutes talking about the ins and outs of all professional sports. Yeah, that's a, um, uh, I guess. Shout out to the. Yeah, shout out to Ryan Smith, the new, the new Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> do with that however you'd like. Um, I have a question for you guys. Do they give? Do they actually give? You guys actually get free. You guys get actual chicken now from Chick Fil A. What's the deal with that? When they chicken nuggets. Chick, you, chicken nuggies. Uh, an eight count. Is it always nuggets, specific. or do they fuck with you guys at times? Give you like a fry sauce or something? No, like, you, you remember chicken? that? You remember that time? I, I, I tweeted that out the time when Nemo. There was two free throw misses in a row, two games, and they gave a drink instead one time. But no, it's always nuggets. 
And before there was a trick, and we can talk about it now because they got rid of the trick. Uh, in the fourth quarter, it didn't matter if they missed or not. You can always open the you can always open the app in the fourth quarter. Didn't even have to be the fourth quarter. Oh, really? I, I was normally doing it the moment I arrived in the arena. I was like, really? all right, Chick Fil A okay, app, well, yeah. bam, got my free eight so count nugget. Whether you could it happens or not, just open the app during the game anytime, apparently, and you would get the the free reward. But they had to go and fuck that up. Yeah, my account straight up got blocked from getting any reward at that point because I did it so yeah. many times. I was like, so oh, damn um, it. now now they give the the reward to anybody in the state, I guess. Yeah, in the, the state. Um, uh, if if you miss the two chicken free throws, but you have to wait like fifteen minutes after, and that's if they actually do it. Like someone has to actually activate that offer for. So I, I know there was one game that everybody missed it. So. And if you're at the game, too, if you're connected to the Wi-Fi in the arena, you have to actually disconnect from that Wi-Fi in order to actually get the reward. Anyway, that's how you get your chicken nuggets now. So, thanks. You're right. I'm telling you, man, this, this Alma Bean guy knows what's going on. Thanks. He's, uh, <laughs> he, he, I mean, Alma Bean, host of the Highlighter Highlights. You highlighter can catch highlights. all your favorite podcasters. Um, <laughs> at Alabama. I, I, just barely, I, just, I just barely did find it on uh I just barely did find it on Apple Podcasts. I did subscribe to the channel or whatever. Oh, it made it onto Apple Podcasts? Alma getting that news live. Uh, I mean, I think I I just subscribed to something that's black and yellow that says highlighter highlights. Well, because the the thing is, I went ahead and put in like a request to be on Apple Podcasts because now the way that I uh, record is through uh, Spotify for podcasters. We had the same. And it's immediately just on Spotify. So I've just been putting that out and I went ahead and put in the. Um, whatever the code is, sent it into Apple well, and I'll, I'll heard ask nothing you a back. Question, Alma, did you did you do an episode on December thirteenth called Blue Christmas or a Happy New Year? Yes, I sure did. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're on fucking yeah. Apple Podcasts. The Jazz Pod Co-op lives on. The highlighter highlights and marks the two uh, mark marks the twos and threes uh, with a uh, <laughs> with Mark. Mark and the Marky Marky yeah. Mark and the Funky Bunch. Um, uh, <laughs> that's also Jazz Pod Co-op. Too. The Jazz Pop Co-op lives on. Um, uh, the uh, the hitting the high notes. Uh, also, Jazz Pod Co-op, part of the Believe Network, so they did the work for me, which is always nice to, to have that on on the things there. Um, Jared, anybody we should shout out for you? Uh, let's. I think uh, let's just say gets it to, has been tweeting a lot of Dante Exum content recently, and I like it. <laughs> okay, Dante Exum. Um. Yeah. So Logan, thanks for coming back. I know, I know that you got you, you got some um, uh, uh, stuff to do. So we'll, we'll get out of here. Uh, I will say that Logan t- t- uh, tagged me in a tweet. I am saying it right here. I'll tweet it out. I will no longer be going to the Four Seasons Hotel in L.A. <laughs> so um, uh, boycott the Four Seasons Hotel in L.A. What What happened there? They. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Britney Spears is now banned from the Four Seasons Hotel in Los Angeles for going topless at the pool. Yeah, because she doesn't have a residency there. <laughs> well, if they get the residency, they'll let her do whatever yeah, yeah, she exactly. wants. So, yeah, like, <laughs> done <laughs> done with the Four Seasons. They're like, you have to at least anytime, give us a notice. Anytime Britney Spears is doing something naked or nearly naked, I'll make sure that everyone is aware of it. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> bros, bros supporting bros. Um, uh, I got an OnlyFans ad on my Twitter today, but it was like only like, like can these OnlyFans creators um, uh, actually cook? It's cook. Sort of, yeah. Yep. I, was, I was like, I was like, I, I don't think you understand what I subscribe to OnlyFans <laughs> for, but okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so let, let me tell you a quick story about that for a second because we had the same. I had the same conversation with Honey Paws last night. 
and I was like, I was scrolling through. I'm like, oh god, damn it! This is like my it's, it's checking my phone and feeding my algorithm. It's like <laughs> I was getting really nervous for a second, and then it said, it said the same thing you said, which is, can these OnlyFans can these OnlyFans creators do cooking? I, I thought, wait a second, like. They, like who would subscribe to OnlyFans to watch people cooking? <laughs> and then I looked a little bit closer, and I don't want to judge a book by its cover, but I'm going to assume based upon the individuals I saw there in their little chefs' outfits that they're probably people who do things on OnlyFans you'd think of, and they they're bringing them together to see if they can cook too. Is my guess. <laughs> like, are they yeah, trying to learn along the way too? Like, are they trying to find out if they yeah, can cook? They're OnlyFans creators, yeah. so like these yeah, are people. So I, I know it took me a second. I was like, wait, who would subscribe to OnlyFans to watch people cook? That's well, I mean, listen, is. when you got oh, people like DJ Khaled having OnlyFans as well, yeah. I mean, you never know what you're gonna find should, on there. I should post this bingo card I got because like someone did a bingo card and it was like this weird thing like. Do you own a Funko Pop? Do you own anime figures? I was like, okay, that's oh, so it's a nerd thing. But then the other one was like, uh, do you do you um, have a Stanley Cup? And I was like, what? What is this? Like they're trying to. I was like, I was like, I don't even know what the theme of this bingo card is. Like one of the squares is subscribe to OnlyFans, and I was gonna make a joke like cross that. That was like the only thing I was gonna cross out. Like oh, I guess I don't get a bingo. Ah, darn. Yeah, so. <laughs> Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that still. Um, all right, cool. Well, anyway, um, uh, I want to thank um, uh, Bet Online, uh, Believe, and OnlyFans for sponsoring this podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you can follow. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow. Um, uh, go to this is forty nine. He drives the bus on OnlyFans. Um, uh, Who that guttural? Yeah, was that? <laughs> I think that was Alma. <laughs> um, uh, Alma being twenty three, um, uh, he highlights the highlighters, Dragon Squatch, and I'm I, I, I'm at at Who Trust Superman, and we'll catch you guys next time. Guttural, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> Listen, they if they can get some money in my pocket, absolutely. <laughs> We got enthusiasm we all should have had for it, but we know who's bullshit. We've been shouting out people who aren't real sponsors for literally years now. So. <laughs> I would like to, like to uh, thank him uh, at Utah Jazz for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, Utah Jazz is one Z. <laughs> and I would like to thank uh, the official op of the uh, Hitting the High Notes, yeah. uh, wherever she may be. Yeah. <laughs> Utah Jazz, like the, the people who will get that joke about the Utah Jazz with one Z. Those are my people, so. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.